podcast. We're back. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. We're rolling. We're rolling. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. It wasn't now. Sorry. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. That's staying. That's staying. Yeah. Okay. Right. We're just. We're going to be adding a blooper reel to the podcast, but so far it seems that the whole podcast is going to be a blooper reel. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, enjoy. But we're so glad to be back. Uh, very sorry for the long wait between episodes. We're just sorting things out, recording, um, getting things sorted, but we should be getting up and running very soon and getting on a consistent upload schedule. So look forward to that. You say getting up and running. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! You said mine were bad. Anyways, so this was a mistake. <laughs> right. So you do well, bro. All right. So uh, yeah, that's what's happening. Uh, we've got some things coming. Oh, do we ever? That's what we do. But guess what? Cliff hanger. A video will be coming to you shortly. Mm. Sometime. Unknown dates. Unknown time. We don't know yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, with a huge update video, there's been a bunch going on behind the scenes um, that we're so keen to share with you all. Um, bit of sad news, bit of great news, but you know what? You're going to hear from us. And that's the main thing. <laughs> so get keen for that. Um, yeah, big updates. We'll just say that. So get keen. Fantastic. So good. Now, today we're going to be starting uh, a new series that uh, we've been doing, <laughs> uh, which is we're going to be uh, saying our testimonies. Mm. And the reason Ethan's laughing is because we've actually tried to record this a fair number of times now, and each time there's been technical difficulties or scheduling difficulties or all sorts of things. But we're finally back together in the room today. <laughs> Hopefully the camera keeps running. That would be the last straw. Oh, don't even say it. Even say it. <laughs> the camera will keep running. That's right. That's right. We believe in faith here. Come on. Um, so yes. So today Ethan's going to be sharing uh, his testimony. Now, yeah. Uh, from hearing it before, I can say that there's some amazing things in here. Um, I really hope that this encourages uh, someone who's listening. And um, yeah, take it away, Ethan. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming. Um, yeah, just first wanted to pray um, that God just comes into this situation so smooth. So, everyone bow your heads. Um, and yeah, Father, thank you for this opportunity that I personally can speak about my testimony and how you have brought me through each situation and you've brought me to this situation where I am today, Father. Father, I just ask that you guide the words that I speak, that they're from what you're wanting me to say, and that's not from my mind, it's from what you want. Father, thank you for the person on this other side of the screen watching us, Father. I just ask for protection and that they just, out of everything, they just get one thing from what I say today, Father. Everyone said? Amen. 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 Alrighty, so, testimony. Look out. Boys, get ready for your turn. Theirs is coming within a few weeks, so get keen for that. Um, so pretty much throughout the series, we'll be keeping to a sort of structure. Um, and it's split across pretty much three different points. Before Christ, so before we gave our lives to Jesus, um, when we gave our lives to Jesus, and how we are afterwards. Um, and so I'll just be starting, obviously, from the beginning. 
don't quote me on that. Uh, first of all, I do want to say that what I say is from my life. Um, don't quote me on it and things like that. Yeah, we're not perfect. No one is. We all go through our seasons. We all go through our trials. Um, I'm sure you're um, going through a trial as well. These boys are. We all are. Um, and it's part of life and we go through stages. So don't think that, you know, you may be going through a rough season now. There's definitely, uh, I guess, a light at the end of the cave. So look forward to that. Um, so yeah, pretty much who am I? My name is Ethan, as you would have heard. Um, I am 16 years old, actually turning 17 on Sunday. So Ooh. June the 28th. Yes. So keen for that. License, come on. <laughs> Cheer <That's in>. Uh, these boys don't have to throw me everywhere. <laughs> Shout out to Nathan as well. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm si- well, 16. Um, I go to Macquarie Life Church. Great church. You've been going there for about three years or so. Three, well, four years roughly now. Um, and yeah, so pretty much I currently work as like a landscaper, gardening, cleaning, things like that um, with like the NDIS, so National Disability, something, something, I really should know that, but I don't. Um, and previously I've worked for other companies, but that's where I'm at currently. Um, my family consists of myself, two brothers, and obviously my parents, otherwise I wouldn't be here, let's be real. Um, so my brothers, Cody and Josiah, Josiah is 21, he lives up in Brisbane. Um, and he is studying at Bible College, um, loving it up there. Soon we'll be seeing him down here, which will be awesome. Um, and Cody, he is a custom cabinet maker. Look out. So, mm. shout out to Lifestyle Custom Cabinetry if you need a cabinet. Or, uh, <laughs> the plug. <laughs> a family plug because my uncle owns the business. So, um, go check them out if you need a kitchen or bathroom, anything done, give them a call. Um, yes, yeah, so that's my family pretty much. Um, yeah, my dad, he works um, with my uncle as well, so he's the business manager as well. Um, and my mum, she works with me actually, so she's the manager of the cleaning side of things in the company. So we're all, you know, working, nice close family now. Um, yeah. So pretty much, I am currently a youth leader at Hope Arise Youth Group. Ha, Let's love. go. Um, <laughs> Levi's also the leader there. Um, and been a leader there for just over a year now. Loving it, love the kids, love the next generation, love the opportunity that I have as well to impart into the next generation arising pretty much. Um, so yeah, pretty much my schooling throughout my entire life has been all over the place. <laughs> um, first I started in primary school um, at a school called St. Monica's up in my hometown, Oki, where I was born in Queensland. Queensland all the way. Sorry, boys. <laughs> no, I'm with you on that. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll talk later. <laughs> yeah, I won't speak about 12 years um, in a row. But anyways, yeah, so that was where I first started my schooling at St. Monica's Catholic School. Um, so I did start off at a Catholic school for the first three years of my schooling, which was from prep to year or well, two. Um, from there, I went to another school called Charlton. Um, public school, which is a smaller school, um, smaller size. It only had three, it was in year three. Um, and in total, the school only had about 40 kids, which is a very small school, which is about the same size of the class. 
here in New South Wales. Um, and so, sadly, that school did close down. Um, the reason why I changed between schools was just because I learned easier in a small classroom. Um, that was a long journey there, but anyways. Um, from Charlton, because the school did sadly close down because of its numbers, um, I went back to St. Monica's um, and finished my primary school there. And then that was the end of year six. Um, from year six, I went into year seven, obviously, um, at a school called, St. Like, not St. Monica's, Oakey State High School. Um, it was in my hometown, maybe a five to 10 minute walk from the place, it was great. And it, it was good because a few of my friends from St. Monica's went there as well. So it wasn't like I didn't know anyone when I went there, which is a bonus for me. Um, my eldest brother, Josiah, he was the school captain at the time and Cody was in year nine at the time as well at the same school. So it worked out really well. Uh, the three of us walked to school together and it, it went well. Um, now at this time, we were going to a church called Kingsall. Um, small church, pretty much myself and my brother Cody, we were the only um, young generation there. And that was definitely a big struggle in life because, you know, you're always, you, my parents, they were the pastors in church. Um, we were the worship team, we were the tech team, we were everything. Um, and so there was a big pressure for us on Sundays to go to church. Um, and so pretty much from there, that pressure went into my schooling, um, affected my relationships with people, and just all that affected who I was. Um, it affected my identity and so forth. And being out of state school did not help. Um, well, public school, I should say. Um, pretty much from there, in year seven, I started to get pretty bullied, uh, pretty badly, um, both physically, verbally, via social media, everything. <laughs> it was not fun, <laughs> I'll tell you that. Um, to the extent where everyone was still coming to me about their problems because everyone knew that I was the pastor's kid and so everyone thought I had it all together and so they came to me, asked for advice and I just held on to what they had, to, like what they told me. So their problems slowly built up in me and obviously when that happens, you eventually explode <laughs> because at that time, um, our whole family, we didn't have the best of relationship. Um, because my dad, he was a chaplain as well. He, yeah, was the pastor as well. So we barely saw him. My mum, she was a chaplain and a school teacher. So, you know, that makes, you never see your parents. Um, my eldest brother, he wasn't going to church. Um, this is Josiah. And it was not a healthy relationship at home. I'll tell you that. Um, it's a picture of Christian household. Completely different. <laughs> um, so like we still went to church and all, but it was not healthy at all. Um, so pretty much from there, um, it's yeah, I was bullied at school um, in year seven and so forth, which then led me to being in the wrong group of people um, and led to a pornography addiction um, and bullying and all that, which eventually with being approached by people, it, it's not healthy. Um, and so having all of that on your shoulders it led to actually me nearly committing suicide um, at the age of 12, which is very young um, to be going through all of that. Um, and so pretty much from there, yeah, I'll explain it a bit. So one night I got to, came to the decision. I pretty much boiled up and exploded, which resulted in the thought of suicide. Um, and pretty much I was talking to this one girl 
um, that night and just saying, no, nah, I'm sorry, I'm, goodbye, I'm leaving, um, you won't see me again, you won't hear from me again. Um, and this girl actually had no idea who it was. <laughs> um, all I know was that she went to a Christian school and she knew a few people that I did dancing with because I did dancing and musical theatre for a part. Um, and so out of nowhere, my dad gets a call um, and it just so happens to be from the girl's mum. Um, who just so happened to be a child support worker as well. And my dad just came running in, wrapped me in his arms, um, and I just broke down, pretty much. And so from that experience, the, I guess, relationship between myself and my dad um, started to develop and become stronger, because when you go through a situation like that, what else do you do? Um, when you're at such a low point of your life where you're just wanting to end, and somebody just comes in, wraps you up in your arms and you explode. It's both a very vulnerable place to be in, but there's a lot of growth from that place as well. Um, so yeah, pretty much after that, from there, I actually moved schools um, to a Lutheran college in Toowoomba, which also means we moved house as well. Um, Toowoomba was only 30 minutes away from Oki, so not far at all. Um, and that's where I completed my year eight um, I guess studies. <laughs> um, my parents, they actually became the boarding parents there. So it, our family dynamic didn't really become any better because they were always in the boarding house looking after the other kids. And we were stranded at school 24 seven. Our backyard was school. Our driveway was the school driveway, everything. And having that is not healthy. You would think being at Lutheran College and in that environment would be healthy, but it was not. <laughs> Uh, both myself and my brother Cody, we went there and absolutely hated it. And we just constantly told our parents, get us out of this place. <laughs> We're stuck here, we can't be ourselves, we can't do the things that we used to enjoy, like go out and have fun, things like that. Like, yes, we had our own big pool, that was fun. We had tennis courts and all that, but you didn't have the social aspect. You were stranded at school, and obviously we didn't have our peas at the time, and we couldn't do much. We weren't going to youth group or anything as well, so... The people we knew were the people around us, 24-7, which was a struggle. Um, and so we weren't going to youth ministry or anything like that as well. Um, and so from there, we eventually moved down to New South Wales. Um, and I actually started my year nine <laughs> um, at a school called Lake Macquarie High. Um, and I guess as soon as we all moved down, the whole family, we decided, no, this is start for us all, a new start um, to walk away, leave behind our past in Queensland, what happened, um, and start afresh in New South Wales. And so I started fresh at this school, didn't know anyone, didn't know the teachers, um, and I had the choice when I first arrived there to either go into year seven, oh no, not year seven, year eight, no, year seven, that's correct, um, because Queensland and New South Wales, year 12 finishes different times. In Queensland, you finish when you're 17. New South Wales, you finish when you're 18. So I had a choice either to go back a year um, or continue in the year that I was in. And I decided, you know what, stuff it. I would just continue in the year I am in, even though everyone's gonna be a year older than me. Um, so I continued um, in year, I was finishing year eight off. Um, so I had two terms left. And so after that, I continued to year nine, um, to year nine there, and ended up becoming head of my class, which is pretty cool. 
Um, during the summer, I was still going through bullying though. Um, and I did though start at a youth group um, at my local church that we started at called Macquarie, which I'm at now still. Um, the youth group was called MYC, no longer is called that though, Hope Arise. Um, please, if you need a youth ministry and you're in this area, check it out, check, even chuck out some message and we'll, we'll connect you to a youth ministry. Mm. Like, we want everyone to be in a youth ministry. We don't want you guys to miss out. <laughs> um, it's such a key time, especially being a teenager, to be connected with people your own age um, and doing life with other people. So there's leaders there to help you out, to encourage you and so forth. So check out a youth ministry or chuck some message as well. And we would love to connect you in with a youth ministry. Um, not even our own ones. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was going to NYC at the time with my brother Cody. Um, and from that point of time, that was when my life officially changed. I realized that, what the heck, there's actually young people that love Jesus. It's not just, there isn't like a church full of elderly people and I'm the only young person there. Like, Macquarie Life, it, that was the point where my life went from down here straight up to here. Because I realized, A, my identity, B, how loved I am, and C, that there's actually a group of people that are willing to get around you and encourage you through the tough times. And so, um, pretty much, that's it came to a night, I still remember it so clearly, it was an encounter night, that's when I gave my life to God again. <laughs> Um, officially, when I per personally said it wasn't a decision by my parents, wasn't a decision by the youth leaders around me, it was a personal decision uh, to commit my life to God and follow Him and just give Him the wheel to my life. That's when every addiction that I had stopped. That's when I developed relationships with people around me. I developed friendships. I My whole dynamic of my life flipped around it's the other way. And so... The whole suicidal thoughts left everything just pretty much the person then died and i became fresh and then that following weekend i got baptized as well at the church um by ivan Paulin and john konziski love those guys um awesome mentors as well so yeah from that stage is when i started to change i guess um yeah it was a rough journey it was hard i'll tell you that it's been very hard and you know, certain things I'm still going through. But you know what? A, I know that I'm not doing it alone. I'm not going through it alone. B, I know that I'm so loved by God and by the friends and the relationships that I have. My family are fully supporting me through every decision that I make. And that my brothers are there to give me a dead leg when I need one. <laughs> um, because you know, those relationships you need in life otherwise is gonna be hard. You're not going to get through it. It's going to be difficult. Um, so yeah, after Lake Macquarie High, um, I left there, decided to pursue a career that came to me um, in all the like tech stuff, so events and all that. I worked there for a year, resigned. wasn't a good work environment. Ended, stopped there. <laughs> no point in talking on it anymore. <laughs> um, the work hours were terrible there, um, and it actually started to. Personally, I feel that career was from the devil. Um, why? Because it meant, oh well, yeah, because it meant I was not going to youth group. It meant I was no longer socializing, and it also meant that I was no longer going to church. So it was an attack from the devil, 100%. And it was also testing me about how strong I was about my faith. 
Um, and so I resigned from there and started at a company, which I'm now still working at, which is the landscaping one. Um, and loving it, cruising through. Um, even though 2020 has been a crazy year, like I'm studying climate leadership at Youthful Live with these two guys. Come on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Um, there it is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely awesome year. I highly suggest it as well. If you're just finishing year 12 even, just spend a year, can the year over to God and see what happens. Because it's a crazy year. Like even COVID happened in this year and there's so much still that I'm learning from it. Um, and there's so much personal growth and I highly suggest it. Just uh, when you start a new year, just say, Lord, here's the wheel. Whatever you want me to do, I will follow you. <laughs> Every step of the way. My footstep is your footstep. My walk forward is your walk forward that you want me to pursue. My step back is when you want me to step back. Um, and so, yeah, 2020's been a crazy year. Um, and so, yeah, in 2019, I finished my HSC at an adult college. Um, did all that. And all up, yeah, just got me to the point where from the point of when I wanted to commit suicide to the point where I am now, reflecting on that, I can see where God has been every step of the way. He's not left my side. He's always been there. And by going through those experiences, it's gotten me to where I am today. It's given me the knowledge in the areas that I know. And it also means I can help other people in those areas as well to get them through it. Because you know what? A, I don't want people to be going through that alone. They shouldn't need to. Um, but B, People, we, we love God. Um, and I want to be able to show people that, that He is there with them, that He loves them so much. And that's a big reason why I'm a youth leader as well, because it means that I can show people the love that God has for them, show them the actual identity that they have, not what the world's telling them about. And it just allows me to do that, being a youth leader. And so I have no idea where I'm going to go in the future. But I know that where I am right now is where God wants me. <laughs> it's simple as that. Um, so yeah, that's it. Sounds so good. Yeah. Fantastic. Just on that as well, Ethan said that he wants to reach out to those who are having similar problems. If you want to reach out to Ethan and just have a chat with him, mm -hmm. if you're going through something along the same lines, feel free to, as, as we said at the end, we've got all our contacts that you can mm -hmm. get with us. Just request Ethan and we can try and... Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. I have access to them as well, so if I just see my name come up, I'll have a read for you. Yeah. I um, would love to hear from you guys, definitely, because as I said, we're not in this alone. <laughs> um, no matter what season we're in, we'll get through it together. we got this. God's got this. He's got it covered. And just trust in Him, pretty much. 100%. I think that's one of the great things about Youth Australia and what we're doing mm. here is, you know, I mean, our vision is to connect mm. yeah. the youth and... You know, it's interesting that uh, I was rewatching Harry Potter the other day. Oh, and, uh, look out! <laughs> uh, I know that's a, I know that's a controversial uh, subject <laughs> amongst the we've started something the, uh, <laughs> especially uh, my old community, which is the Christian homeschooled community. <laughs> but um, there's this line that a character says. Uh, it's Luna in Order of the Phoenix, and she says, um, "If I was the Dark Lord, I'd want you to feel like you're alone, <laughs> because if you're alone, you're not as much of a threat." And I think it's the it's the same thing for us mm. uh, in our relationship with God and yeah. and in the way that the devil tries to attack us, he tries to make us feel like we're alone. Mm. Like that's one of the things as I was listening to your testimony, 
one of the key things like in your life before it changed around that I was hearing was like a sense of isolation yep. a sense of not being able to connect with other people your age who were had the same goals and, yep. and thoughts about things and, you know, and isolation from your family isolation you know in all mm. that way so um, yeah I'd, I'd really encourage if there's someone who's struggling with that to please reach out because yeah um, there is you know, help to be had and, and you know, we're all a you know, really good bunch of guys and there's some, some really good people in Youth Australia and, and um, yeah, reach out and because uh, there's a really good community. Yeah. Just another point, don't feel that what you, you may be going through that nobody else has been through mm. because a lot of us have been through what you're going through. <laughs> It's life, it's the stage of life. You know, if you become a teenager, you go through puberty, you go through all of that. And so all your hormones are going everywhere. <laughs> so every situation, don't feel that you're in it alone because you're not. Yeah. So I had a question for you um, oh, around, your, uh, around your testimony. Yeah. So, um, so you said you, you struggled with bullying yeah. uh, at school. Because obviously you're, you're you're a very confident person now. You're you're up there. You're you know you're doing the podcast. You you know you're youth leading what have you. Yeah. Um, I know from my own experience that bullying can take a significant yeah hit on your self esteem, and you can um, really feel like you're not good enough. That you're not able to do things. I'm, I'm curious for you. Either how did you keep your self esteem during that time, or what was the process of sort of finding that yeah. afterwards? I think, yeah, before I gave my life to God, my self-esteem was low. <laughs> I hid behind a blanket. Um, I was always the one at the back of the room. I was the quiet one. Um, we just went with the flow with like, oh, okay, cool. Right. If, even if I had something to say, I wouldn't say it. Um, and so... During the process of, you know, giving my life to God and even after I gave my life to God, um, it's definitely been a constant development for me is just to build those, I guess, values and um, like work on my own personal identity and really get it. Like the first thing that I did was be showing what the Bible says about my identity and who I am um, when I first gave my life to God. And so... When you learn what God says, who you are, it actually really affects you, <laughs> but in a positive way. <laughs> um, you start to realize, whoa, okay, hold up, I am loved. And over, the, over time, those values slowly develop into other areas as well, which also developed into my like, confidence and all of that and my self-esteem. And so I guess if I was to encourage anyone, read the word. God says about you um, because that's that was the way that I got to where I am today <laughs> because you know the, the word does not lie <laughs> um, and get people around you that are going to uplift you encourage you and support you in each situation and are willing to actually call you out if you're doing something wrong mm. um, and so yeah just over time just from constantly reading what the Bible says just slowly build those values, I guess. Mm. And then from that, I wanted to build my own values as to what, who I am and who I wanted to be. 
Yeah. Don't ask the question. Sure. Yeah. It's not easy just to pour out your entire life on camera mm. for everyone to listen to, but, you know, especially when we get into like pretty deep things. Mm. So yeah, just thanks for that. Yeah. Well, we actually had another question mm. coming. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh. So I think we'll thank you, Ethan, for your testimony. Oh, that's welcome. And uh, we'll have a quick squiz at this question. Uh, we love to respond to all of your questions. Um, we can be contacted a bunch of different kind of places. Uh, I've got Discord, contact form on the website, uh, our email contact at youthaustralia.xyz. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Plug, plug, plug. Plus, we're, we're on Twitter now, uh, so get in touch with us there. Uh, Instagram, uh, love the Instagram. Instagram's the way to go. And as we said, we're dropping a video soon. Announcement drop. Look out on all our platforms. Yes. They're coming. So oh, be yeah. sure to hit that bell icon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be on YouTube as well. So keep an eye out there. If Can't that's get a button too. If possible. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so this uh, question is from Gloria. And Gloria says, what are some joys in life that you find? And she, uh, example, mm. like, Motorbike riding, abseiling, reading, that sort of stuff. Ethan, do you want to? Sure. Seeing as we just talked a lot about you. Yeah. It's, uh... um, Socializing. <laughs> That's a big one. Um, hanging out with people that, you know, support me, that are willing to go through the life with me. Um, are willing to, you know, sit down, have a moment, have a chat. Um, and so that's one big thing that I enjoy. But also, We'll be honest, I do enjoy the beach. That is good fun. <laughs> um, or yeah, just hiking. That's good fun. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Just socialising with my mates. Like, nothing better. Hard day at work, getting home, jumping mm. on Minecraft with the boys. Having a little Minecraft. That's it. Fun. But nah, just talking with your mates is such a good thing. Like last Thursday, we came here to discuss our announcement drop coming soon. Mm -hmm. um, and afterwards, we just meeting. Uh, so mm. afterwards, we went to the park and just hung for a bit. And it was just something so good about that. Mm. Just walking around, chilling, talking. Yeah, it's just something really special about that. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's really good. Um, yeah, one of my big ones is music. Um, yeah, I love music and everything to do with music is just such a huge passion of mine and a lot of it revolves around my life. Um, I also, what else do I enjoy? <laughs> trying to be it's original. Tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be original, but I have to also say socializing. Like it's mm. been so awesome, so amazing to hang out with you boys. Mm. Um, and just to, yeah, be connected with good friends that like you said, encourage you and uplift you mm. um, and really, help you remain accountable and stuff. So, yeah, really, really good. Those would be some of my passions. Joel? Rightio. Um, well, it's hard to be original after <laughs> yeah, all those yeah, things. Yeah. Um, I just, just mentioned socialising. <laughs> socialising. Whoa! Whoa! Whoa. Whoa. 
that's a good one. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely, I'm with Riley on the on the music, uh, where we often end up having like intense music theory discussions yeah. while everyone else is going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. They look at that weather out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, no, definitely music. Um, I love creating things, anything sort of physical. Um, I, I really enjoy. Uh, I've been really challenged recently to spend more time like finding adventures and embracing the adventure mm. uh, in my life. So trying to go on more hikes and try and you know uh, go camping and what have you. And, and yes, and uh, and and. Uh, and and do all that sort of stuff because that's stuff that really builds me up. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's nothing that can be a good time. <laughs> Sitting yes. around it, just seeing the embers oh, fly up in the air, just like, ah, oh, the serenity. <laughs> that's it, serenity. <laughs> if, you, if you're from Australia, <laughs> comment, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> comment if you got that reference. <laughs> uh, yes. If you're not from Australia, you probably won't get it, but yeah. Anyways, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Ethan, again for sharing your testimony, um, your honesty and uh, openness, and I really hope uh, people are encouraged by that. And, yeah. and uh, please reach out to us if you're if you're struggling with things. We'd love to yeah. uh, to talk through things with you. Um, and like I said, this is a series, uh, so Ooh. we're going to be uh, going on next week with I think. Leave it me, yeah. You. Yeah. 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 So hey. look forward to that. Make sure uh, to go on. Uh, uh, oh, that's right. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have one job there. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to like and subscribe. Uh, click the bell icon as well to be notified of all of our updates, <laughs> including the big announcement that we're going to be mm. dropping soon. Mm -hmm. uh, really looking forward to that one. Hundred percent. But no, seriously, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up with uh, with like, uh, seriously, this, down that like, yeah, yeah, with uh, with this series and yeah. with all, all the amazing stuff that we've got coming for you. Yeah, so, yeah, keen. Look forward to it. Who knows? Brilliant. There we go. See all you later. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. Okay, now let's go see if we can slow mo or not. <laughs>